we have an incredibly new and fun and amazing episode for you today. I got so much out of this interview. We have Coach Brianne Smedley, aka Coach Bree, here from the Elite Competitor. Now, we're going to be talking about two things inside of today's episode. One is what it's been like for her as a mom that's trying to make consistent money, run a business, do her thing outside of motherhood while she's juggling motherhood. What it's been like, she's actually gone through a lot of my systems and she's using them and she gets to talk about that a little bit. But we also get to spend some time talking about what Coach Bree does and her insane ability to help empower moms with the tools that they need to strengthen their athlete daughter's mental game. The thing of it is, I don't have daughters that are super competitive right now. They have been. One of them is pretty little, but you might. Might even have boys that are doing it right now. But the cool thing about this episode is I took so much away from my conversation with Coach Bree that helped me think about how I am instilling confidence in my daughter just in life in general. So whether you're a sports mom with lots of seasons underneath your belt or just getting started on your sports journey somewhere in between or you're thinking about it or you don't have sports anywhere in your life. I'm telling you, this conversation was so impactful and meaningful to me. We try lots of things to be good moms. And one of the things that I think we lose sight of often, or maybe just need to put a little bit more intention into, is how we are affecting our daughter's confidence. And a lot of times we don't really know exactly how to do that. Today, you're going to learn some incredible tips on how to get started on that journey. So what do you say? Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. ladies here we are with an incredible guest mom and friend here on the show I'm really excited you guys already heard the intro so you know a little bit about what we're going to get into but I want to give Brianne Smedley an opportunity to introduce herself so Brianne tell everybody what you do what are you juggling on a daily basis what kind of work do you do what are you doing at home let us get to know you just a little bit Yeah, I'm happy to be here. So I co-run a company called The Elite Competitor, and this company provides mental training and confidence building for girl athletes and also resources for their moms to help them navigate the ups and downs of the sports journey with confidence. So that's what, um, that's what I get to do. And what that actually looks like in my day is juggling that being a co-founder and CEO of a company while also um, raising two young kiddos and all of the things that they're involved in. 
and uh, just my, my daily life of, we were just talking like trying to go to the CrossFit gym and, <laughs> you know, being active and, uh, and all, all of those good things. So yeah, that's yeah. it in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, how old are your kids? Two and five. Two and five. So in the thick of it, and you've been building this business while you're raising little babies, which is a lot of what I want to talk about. Um, but before we get into that, before we talk a little bit more about what you do, cause I, I love it so much. And I'll, I will say that my, my husband and I, Blaine and I have been talking a lot about just this like concept. And he's like, what do you like, what do you mean? Like, what, what do you like? How would they help their fe- their female athletes? And I'm like, every time I see it now, I'm like, look, that's what they help with. Look, that's what they help with. Like we see something on TV or we see something like another mom friend with her daughter. That's like super struggling. Like we see it everywhere. Now our girls are still young and they're not competitive. Well, I still, one of them's 11. She could be super competitive at this point, but that's just not in her nature. And I'm like, this is like such a thing. It's such a big thing. So I'm super excited to talk about it, but before we do, I want to tell everybody where we met, which is really fun. So I met Brianne and her co-founder, Christina, um, through another mastermind. You guys all know, I talk about on the podcast all the time. I believe that our biggest growth comes from investing and investing a lot. And so I invested in this program. I met these two other moms that are smashing it, working from home, raising babies. And of course we just totally um, headed off. And so that's been really fun to kind of get to know each other. And then every single time Brianne shows up on screen, she's got like these muscles and I'm like, girl, and she's like, I go to CrossFit and I'm like, so do I, but I haven't been cause I moved and I need to go back. It's like this whole process, but I want to know what it's been like for you. Well, and, and before I ask that question, last thing for you guys to know is Christine and Christina and Brianne went through my total online business operating system training, which is Tobos. And that that may be the first time that you guys are hearing about this on the podcast. I think I've mentioned it a few times, but for some of these really developed full-blown companies with business owners that really had some serious tenacity, put your business together, had some great systems in place, but the whole big picture, the totality of it and knowing when you can close your computer every single day and knowing when you're going to have time with those babies and all of that was, and is a huge link that's missing for a lot of business CEOs. And so you guys got to come through that program with me. And so I got to know you guys that much more. And I want to know what it's been like for you just managing kiddos and running a business and how specifically how has it been hard? How has it been rewarding? And what would you like, what do you gain from being able to have a passion outside of motherhood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, those are such great questions. But as you were talking first about mm-hmm. Tobos, I was just thinking you would be proud of me because I no longer use my bullet journal. Yay. Oh. No more. <laughs> Did you hear that? She's not writing to do lists anymore. Yeah. You guys like, I haven't touched it for like two months. <laughs> Yeah. Everything is, is in, you know, our operating system. Everything has a home, a place. We know when we're doing it. We know how long it takes. Like before I was like scribbling things in my notebook, like trying to time block and obviously not being very, it's, it's, it has been a game changer in our business. So super excited to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So So cool. 
yeah. Anyways, juggling all of it, as you know, is, is a challenge. I was, um, in the beginning years of our business, Christina and I not even, I mean, not even that long ago was when we went to full-time running the company. Like we would both had full-time jobs and we're doing this on the side. And so mm-hmm. it was, I mean, just, I can't, I can't even imagine being back in those days now. <laughs> and, um, you know, but the, the whole, you know, you asked about like having a passion outside of motherhood and that was our passion. And a lot of times, you know, Christine and I had a, a joint vision to raise a generation of confident young women and, um, this company and this program that we have is our vehicle to do that. And, you know, I remember as we were both working our full-time jobs, doing the elite competitor on the side and like, it was rough. Our, you know, there would be tension like between our husbands and us, because, you know, we would have to have our husbands watch the kids more often on the the weekends because we had things that we wanted to do. And there were multiple times that I was like, I don't know, like we weren't really making money yet at that point. And like, this just seems, but the thing that kept us going was that like, we had passion, we had a passion for this. And I wanted my daughter to see that, you know, the, the hard work that it takes to chase a dream and to go after something that we wholeheartedly believed in. And I mean, long story short, you know, we now are both full-time in the business, left our corporate, our full-time jobs. Christine was corporate. I was a teacher. And of course it's still a juggle and still a balance, but, um, you know, being able to like work inside the business and work on the business and have set times, like we have set times that are working and I haven't gone through yet, uh, your program, you know, your your life is coming just so you guys know, she's going through systemize your life next really, really soon. But let me interrupt you really quickly, because this is how it happens for women that have kids and they're juggling and they're working a business, but their business is their full-time job. That's what we do. It actually happens backwards for most of you that are listening. You start with systemize your life because you're growing into your business, but for both Brianne and Christina, you were, I mean, you're running a multiple six and maybe even seven figure business. And it's like, you've got to get that beast under control. Mm-hmm. You already have figured out who's going to watch your kids. This is like a real thing right now with real yeah. money, with real people on your team. Like we got to get this figured out. And now we're going to go back and we're going to be like, okay, how do we get systems and home figured out? Because now yes. we're not working 24 seven anymore. And we actually have time to pour in our home. So it's a little bit backwards depending on when I meet the, the mom that's working and, and runs a business where she's at in her business really determines how we tackle that. So I'm super excited for you to go through systemize your life because it is less intense than what you went through with Tobos for sure. Oh yeah. That was a lot, but it was so worth it. Like I see even that I'm like, I can't even imagine our business now. Like, what were we doing? We, Christina and I were literally just, we would text each other. Yeah. You know, like whatever popped into our head was like, we would text about it and we'd have to like go back through our text and figure out like what our project was. So you know, yeah. If that is just a snapshot into what can happen with our home life, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we need, it. I wish I would have done that a long time ago because yeah, it's going to be amazing though. Yeah, there's a lot of room for opportunity or improvement uh, for sure. In that, Yeah. <laughs> I love that you talked about like the tension with your spouse because mm-hmm. <clears throat> like that whole time you were talking, honestly, I had so many goosebumps because this is exactly why I do what I do. I never want a woman to feel like she has to quit and give up on her passion because of the tension between her and her kids, her and her house or her and her husband, because she wants to have time. That's really what it comes down to. It's you want to have time to do something outside of those three things. Mm -hmm. And what's the first thing that we do as a mom, 
we give up on ourselves to give mm-hmm. to everyone else. It's just what we do. Right. 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 And it's like, I never want to see that happen ever. Cause I watched it happen. I watched it happen to my mom. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't blessed what a sacrificial way to love people, but mm-hmm. to feel like maybe you missed something and for your daughters or your sons to see yeah. that for your kids mm-hmm. to see that. That's why I was like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't know you were going to tell that story. And I was like, yes, tell the story, tell it, tell it, you know, because that's exactly what I never want to see. And, and even, even to that, I want to know that people will even have the tenacity to start their dream. So that's like, you did it. You were like, let's do this. My spouse is supportive. And what's really cool is you and Christina are sister-in-laws, right? (laughs) Your husbands can pair up with the kids and be like, our wives are working right now. I'm always like, my husband needs somebody, (laughs) needs somebody to go do this with. So that's probably like a cool perk. Although your babies were little and you were probably, you know, it's nap time, it's feeding time and yeah, all that goes, but it's just, when I was listening to you talk about all that, I just feel like it's such a beautiful thing to know that, you know, you were the people that had the tenacity to go out and, and do it regardless of what was happening at home and figure it out. And there's some people that just don't ever start. And so that's why, you know, being able to have systems in home to allow the time for people to go out has been such a passion of mine. So anyhow, let's talk about what is it that you feel like your kids are gaining from watching you do this work? Oh man. You know, I, I'm not sure that I'll ever be able to, to fully know, like how their experience was like what it was like through their eyes. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm, I'm so curious, like fast forward 20 years and just ask them like, Hey, you know, as what, you know, what was your childhood like in that way? When you saw, yeah. what, what did you see? Um, because while it's difficult, like to, I guess be, the, the blessing and the curse of working from the home is mm-hmm. that my kids see me working a lot and, you know, it's not like I go somewhere uh, like when I was teaching, it's like I go somewhere and I'm working. It's like those lines are kind of can get blurred in their face. It's like mom's home, but now mom needs to go in her office and work. And, you know, so it's, I, I worry that, you know, are they just always like seeing me, seeing me as like just always working. But what I hope that they're gaining is this understanding Mm -hmm. that when you have a dream, you have a passion you have something that you're interested in that you, um, you, you go for it and you do yeah. it. And, um, my mom, cause my daughter's five. So she does, she asks those questions. Like, why do you work all the time? Even though I don't work all the time, I'm like, <laughs> I work three days a week, you know, and you're right. gone for a lot of it, but she's like, why do you work all the time? Are you always in your office? And I always am just trying to be really intentional with what I say to her in response. And it's that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm helping athletes, um, you know, be the best versions of themselves or because I love it. I love my job and, um, you know, things like that. So that she sees that my work is something that is really fulfilling to me. And it also my work provides the lifestyle like that, that yeah. our kids get to have, like I get yeah. to be at everything for my kids. Mm-hmm. I've, I don't, I don't have to miss anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of, <clears throat> of the work that we do. And, you know, we're even like, like you mentioned, we haven't even done systematize your life. Like, um, I'm just imagining even when that gets in place, like we're going to have even more freedom to be able to be present for, for, um, what we prioritize, which is our family. And so I'm hoping that they're seeing that too, that what I want, like, we don't have to sacrifice. Yeah. There are sacrifices that we, that we make, but I don't have to sacrifice, um, my family from our work or my work for my family. Like we can, yeah 
can do both. You can absolutely do both. And that's, I often get into this position, like exactly what you said, where I feel like the lifestyle that we're able to have with our kids, Mm -hmm. it definitely comes at a cost to me and it comes at a cost to everyone. And I will say that recently, one of the things that I've really been working through is just the question that's come up in my mind a lot is, is this worth it? You Mm -hmm. know, because it's no joke. It's no joke pulling yourself away to be a teacher and try and figure out who's going to take care of your kids. I don't care what it is. It's just working in general as a mom is no joke. And sometimes I'm like, wow, this requires so much discipline. It's Mm -hmm. nuts. And so that is really hard work. But what I know is that being at home with your kids all day long is just the same kind of hard work, whether you're working at that only, or if you're working that and another job that produces income, or if you're, we, I talk about this a lot, or if you're just working in ministry or whatever that is that you're doing, where you're giving and you're serving and you're giving of yourself, it takes a lot of discipline to be able to show up to all of those things. And I think it's a valuable question to ask all of the time. Like, is this worth it? Because if the answer is ever no, someone's going to get the short end of the stick. Like you've got to have a passion for those athletes. Like you have, I have to have a passion for all of the women that need systems in their life. And it's not just about like, oh, I want to be able to make a little bit of money because in order to balance those two things really well and to pour into all of it, you do have to have a serious passion for whatever it is that you're going to give to every single day, the amount of time that we all waste with our cell phones and with not being structured with writing to-do lists over and over and over again, or searching through text message threads, right? Like everybody does this, the amount of time that we waste when we get really intentional about how to organize all of it and does become so much easier, but there's a discipline to continue those habits over and over and over again in the way that we manage our lives. And I have been faced with those questions a lot lately because I completely stepped away from all of my work, except for three to five hours a week, because we've been moving and my family's needed me. And so the people that run my business with me ran my business basically for me. And I showed up to a few things and I was like, Oh, deep breath. This has been, I've been with my babies full time. I've never, ever, ever had, I didn't have to have any discipline. I could wake up whenever I want. Like I could do whatever, even though we were working insanely hard It was a very different feeling. And so at the end of the day, I was like able to have this perspective where I could say, I've seen both sides of this now and what this looks like. And I know that I can answer that question and say, this is absolutely worth it for me. This is what I want to do because I know what I'm teaching my kids through this process. And same as you, like, I don't really know what they're going to say, but what I do know is that they're going to have me in all of their memories, 99% of them. And then, and the other memories, they're going to have quality time with their dad, where if it was just me taking care of them, they would never have gotten to know their dad the way that they get to know him whenever I remove myself, which I also think is a huge bonus. And they also have so much more responsibility put on them. When I remove myself, I ask my oldest daughter, Hey, can you help take care of your little sister? I ask my daughter, Hey, can you, my five-year-old, Hey, can you help unload the plastic things out of the dishwasher? When I'm home, guess who does it? I do it. Right. And so I think all of these things are such a beautiful part of what we do. And I'm glad that you took the time to share a little bit about that. But what I really want to talk about now is what you do. I'm really intrigued Mm -hmm. to know more about it because there are 
are so many of you that are listening right now. I mean, one of the ladies that works for me, she has an incredibly competitive female athlete that is 11. I think she's the same age as my oldest somewhere right in there. And I'm like, they're, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest reasons why a lot of my moms come to me is because they're trying to juggle all of the sports. <laughs> so yeah. at least half of them have girls. So let's talk mm-hmm. about what you do. Tell us what your approach is and how you help moms that have female athletes. Yeah. So there's kind of two, two parts to our, our method and our approach. And that is the athlete side of it. So we have girl athletes, we have a program, a 12 week program that girl athletes go through to learn the mental side of their sport. And really when I say mental side, I mean, navigating the normal parts of being an athlete. So, um, you know, and not just like high level elite athletes, just what, you know, what are you, what are you thinking about? How are those thoughts impacting how you show up the results that you get? Um, when you have a challenging coach, when you have teammates that you don't see eye to eye with, when you're nervous before a game, um, when you didn't play how you wanted to play, how to process that when you make a mistake, you know, athletes that make a mistake and spiral from one thing to the next and think that they're the worst person on the team and are hard on themselves, (laughs) athletes that are high achievers and have perfectionist tendencies, like all of these they're all very normal, like textbook. If you are an athlete, you will experience these things, but not all athletes know how to navigate them because they're not taught it. Even though people say sports are 90% mental, you know? And so we teach athletes that, but then the other side of our approach, which is kind of our, it's our secret sauce really is that we teach moms and dads, but we really lean into the mom daughter relationship. We teach moms how to support their athlete daughters in their confidence um, growth and in their mental game. So we, we speak a lot to, and teach moms, um, you know, what they say to their daughters, uh, is extremely important. It becomes their inner voice, what, um, how they may be unintentionally causing, um, a lack of confidence in their daughters or causing some, um, perfectionism or, um, you know, type a, to, uh, like some of the, some, some of the negative effects of those type a, um, personalities to come out, um, how to support athletes as they're struggling or when they're not, um, performing, how they want to perform, how to help their athletes get to their goals that they want to get to. Um, and basically how their confidence reflects on, on their daughter. So we have a whole framework around, around that. Um, again, I say moms, uh, we also though are, we know the importance of dads in this whole, this whole equation too. So we actually, have partners, you know, going through the parent side together. So they're on the same page with like how to, how to support their athletes. Yeah. Which I love so much because one of the parts of my framework is literally given giving language cues and teaching moms how to talk to their family to get on board with systems, because what I know to be true, and I'm such a big believer in how we speak to people, especially our kids and how it shapes them. And so I love that you have this whole component that allows the mom, because it doesn't even matter if, if your kids are athletes, like we could just be looking at how we speak to them. We become their inner voice, no matter what, but then you take it up a whole other notch when they're competing. And my oldest did competitive swim for about two years. 
hated it. I mean, she loved going to practice, but she hated competing because she's her mother's child. I would go to track practice, cross country and cheer. And I would do everything. I would show up to everything. And I'm like, I don't want to compete. I don't want to, I don't want to do any, I don't want to show up. Don't make me just let me come to practice. Like, cause I hated that part of it. And so it was really interesting for me to try and navigate her nerves and try and encourage her and support her. And just the amount of trips to the bathroom that girl would take before she had like her first heat. And like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, what are we doing? She's like literally about to throw up like her nerves. What's going through this child's brain, you know? So what a beautiful thing for a family as a resource for a family and for a mom, even for a daughter to be able to have you in their back pocket when their child truly cares about the outcome mm-hmm. and wants to have like a lifelong athletic career just through their adolescence, whether that takes them forward in the future or not, yeah. where, what else, how do you support people that know that this is a resource now? So everyone's listening. How do they find out more about what you do, where can I get in touch with you? And then maybe you can share just a little tip for those moms that are like eating this up and are like, Oh my gosh, I have athletes help me. What do I do? You could share a a tip or two, but before you do that, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah. So our, we have a free training for sports moms that is so great. It's, um, basically provides the, the foundation and the framework to how to strengthen your athlete daughter's mental game. And this is where we teach our method and you can kind of just get some really good nuggets on, you know, how to make sure that you're raising a confident athlete and person. And so that's at trainhergame.com um, to register for that free training. Um, I'm also on Instagram at elite competitor coach. So we, we periodically post just some helpful things there as well, but that free training is really where you can um, jump in and, and, and know like what, where, what are the science backed proven ways that you can support your athlete daughter's confidence and mental game. So awesome. I am, um, as far as tips, uh, you know, the one, the one that comes to mind and the one that we talk about a lot from the perspective of, of parents is shifting where you're focusing your, your recognition, your praise and your attention from outward to inward. And so we actually just did a training on this this morning inside of our private group. We talked about simple language shifts that you can do to build your athlete's confidence. And, um, one of the, one of the main things we talked about three things. And, um, the second one was shift from shift from outward to inward. So when I say outward, those are all the things that we as, as humans and our athletes, um, get praised for things like their scores, Mm -hmm. their stats, their number of goals, um, scored their wins. Um, and then also just in their, their life, their academics, um, their, what they look like, you know, all of these like Mm -hmm. outward things that feel really good when they get recognized. Um, but what this subconsciously does is when we are only focusing on these outward things, we're saying, yay, you got, you scored five goals. Um, oh my gosh, you're, you know, you're the best. This is great. And not even like you're the best, but just, just focusing on those things what's happening kind of at a subconscious level with our kids is that they're attaching who they are with what they do. And they're attaching a lot of their self-worth and their identity with those outcome focused things. And so when, especially when we hear of a lot of athletes who struggle with perfectionism and put a lot of pressure on themselves, sometimes it can, we can kind of look at, well, when even starting at a very young age, where is all of our emphasis going? And, um, athletes, 
tend to put a lot of pressure on themselves and their confidence is lower when they are focusing on these things that at the end of the day are actually out of their control. Yeah. They actually don't, they don't control wins and losses. They can influence that. Like they're part of it, but they, at the end of the day, it's out of their control. How many yeah. goals they score, their stats, like all of those outcome things. And when we are trying to focus on something that's out of our control, that's where the pressure comes mm-hmm. in. The anxiety comes in because we can't, we can't do it. And, um, we also want, you know, when we see athletes that are attaching a lot of their identity to those outcome focused things, that means that you, you'll see like when they win, they feel really great about themselves and yeah, it feels good to win. But then when they lose or they're, they don't play how they want to play, they are just trashing themselves. They're feeling terrible. They are like, you know, this is, this is who I am. And so we actually want that gap of when they win and do good things. And when they're losing and maybe not getting the results they want, we want that gap to be actually really small. And the bigger it is, the less confident athlete we have on our hands. So mm-hmm. we're trying to narrow that so that they can experience a wide range of emotions. They can experience a wide range of things in their athletics and in their life without attaching those things to who they are and how they feel about themselves. So we tell, uh, you know, tell moms to, um, you know, really pay attention and be intentional. Where are you, where are you placing your emphasis? And so, yeah, we see the goal score. It's not, we're not pretending that didn't happen, but can we, instead of saying, wow, you scored five goals and then move on. It's wow. You scored five goals. I can tell that you've been putting in the extra work and the effort, um, to get yourself to a place where that could happen. Or I've been noticing, um, that you've been an amazing teammate. You know, you, you've been encouraging your teammates. You've been so coachable, you know, like all of these things that are actually in their control so that when they go into their competition, they don't need to worry about like, I need to score this many goals. It's no, I just can focus on being a good teammate, giving hundred percent effort, being coachable and and that's where the confidence comes from because they're like, yeah. well, I can do that, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and, we, and we love our kids regardless of how many goals they score, um, you know, letting them know and making sure that they know that your love for them doesn't change, um, regardless of their, their performance. Although it seems obvious to us, I, after working with thousands of athletes and thousands of parents, we hear over and over those athletes are saying, I don't want to let my parents down. Or I feel like when I mess up, my, my mom is mad at me. My dad is disappointed in me. And then I talk to the parents and they're like, no, I don't feel like that at all, but it's where they connect. So we just have to make sure that they know like, Hey, you're, you're a kid who works hard. And sometimes that looks like striking out. Sometimes that looks like hitting a home run, but regardless of what happens, you're that kid that's that works hard and, and we love you no matter what. So, yeah. Yeah. What a fun thing. What mm-hmm. a beautiful thing to get to do and to watch these relationships and just hearing the stories of people that have transformed and changed and athletes. And it's not even about like the, if the athletes got more confident, that's cool. But like right. just the, the other side of it, where they know that their parents truly care for them, regardless of what their performance looks like is mm-hmm. probably one of the coolest things that you get to experience in your work. I can only imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so fulfilling. And you know, the amount of, um, the amount of like text messages that we hear from moms that are like, Oh my gosh, you know, are, are we, we've gotten closer through this program mm-hmm. or now she knows now I know how to best support her. She's opening up to me. And, you know, we don't have to have this car ride home anymore where it's like, she's breaking down and I don't know how to help. And, you know, mm-hmm. like just all of those things that, that we face as moms when our kids are, I mean, not just in athletics, like, you know, this is just, this is life. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's interesting. Like I am just sitting there thinking about how I am with my kids at home. Obviously we're super systematic and, you know, I was 
raised in a really disciplined and regimented home. And just thinking about, like, I was thinking about what are the things that I give my kids praise for? Like, wow, I, a lot of them are outward, you know? I mean, there are some that are obviously inward too, but just shifting and looking at what are they going to instinctually do Mm -hmm. internally say, if I do this, my mom's going to be proud of me. And thinking about that, because that's going to trace back to how many times I've given them praise on something. Mm -hmm. And so if you could start that, the sooner, the better with your kids, with your athletes, like, holy cow. So that was a really big takeaway for me, even though my girls are not currently competing. um, It's still really useful and they will be in the future. My youngest one will definitely be uh, competitive. She already is. So we just haven't thrown her into a space where she can really utilize that yet. She's five, but okay. You guys make sure that you, um, check out everything. The show notes down below will have links. We definitely, definitely love Brianne and Christina. She's not here. Um, (laughs) but both of them that run this company together, they're incredible, um, moms and women, and they have a mission and a passion for what they do. So if this is up your alley and you want to get to know them more, make sure you go and check them out. And thank you so much Brianne, for being here. Yes. Thank you. You've already changed our life a lot just by way of our business. And I can't wait to, I can't wait to systematize the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. We're, we're going to hear all about it. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. What an awesome conversation. Remember, if you are interested in learning more from Coach Bree, you can go over to Train Her Game to get access to their free training that provides you with the mental playbook that you need if you have female athletes in your house. Um, it's so important for you to be able to increase your daughter's confidence and mental strength without all of the negativity and really be successful at this, whether or not she's an athlete or not, it's all something that we can work on. But for those of you that are in the thick of this, please make sure that you go catch their training. Again, that's at trainhergame.com. And with that, we will meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.